Welcome to the Business Legends Podcast, where we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their mistakes, pump up your own inspiration, and grow your bottom line. I am the hyper-energetic show host of the show, Risa Arlen, along with my co-host, uh, he's a good friend of mine, the CEO of Business Marketing Solutions Group, Mr. Christian Webb. Say what's up. Let's sanitize the world today. Sanitizing the world. Don't forget, we are along with the greatest videographer of all time, Mr. David Woodruff with Genesis Film TV. AKA he's David. David. And uh, they fed me too much coffee. The first intro that I did for this show, Christian said it was two weeks, so now you're going to get the obnoxious Reese. Congratulations. <laughs> he's, he's gotten me there. Uh, we have a very special guest today. It's been putting up with us all morning for some reason, Mr. Thomas Henning with Stratus Building Solutions. Stratus Building Solutions is a leading commercial cleaning franchise company providing the most comprehensive green janitorial service, building and office cleaning services in the industry, allowing business owners the opportunity to provide a healthier environment for their customers and employees. Mr. Thomas, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. It's been it's been quite a morning learning all about your uh, your t- super top secrets on how you make things clean and uh, make make it a wonderful place for people to work and uh, sanitize environments, but let's kind of start at the beginning. How did you get into this industry? You know, it's uh, it's a good question. Um, how I got into the industry is quite a personal story. Uh, just to jump right to it, uh, my wife uh, had meningitis uh, back in 2018 um, after coming from uh, a trip overseas, and um, you know she was just going through this recovery and started to think about and exploring other ways mm-hmm. to to grow and, and identify new business opportunities and looked at this business model uh, from Stratus and thought, wow, what an exciting business model. And next thing you know, I'm starting up a Stratus organization. Next day, next day. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting how sometimes people are called to do things. And, you know, some people choose to do things. They follow their passions and pursuits. And other times, much like in your story, um, something happens where it's just like, you know, there's this need that you identify. And then all of a sudden, maybe from other different experiences in your life, you know, you were a chemical engineer before that. So, uh, maybe you know you were feeling that it was time for a career shift, and then all of a sudden the pieces just kind of fall where they may, and go figure. Now I know you didn't hope for COVID to happen, but what? How is how is COVID I'm, affected I'm almost your work? thinking he broke the glass <laughs> on this one. Did like, you? Uh, yeah. Did you let out the Pandora's box of COVID? Like what happened with this? How did that work? You know, my friends and, and colleagues I've worked with in the past always say, "Wow, you were a genius to figure that out." I yeah. wished I had that much foresight to say, "Wow, get into a cleaning and disinfecting company right before pandemic hit." Um, I wish I was that good. Um, yeah. I think I am sometimes. But. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, the pandemic is one of those things that we've had to deal with and had to shift our business very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cool thing with Stratus is we've been doing disinfecting since the very beginning. So sure. it wasn't anything new for us. Yep. It was just ramping up and being able to support the businesses around in the Charlotte area. Yeah. And so for us, it was kind of shifting our business focus and really trying to get the environments where people are working in very healthy and very sure. safe very quickly. Yeah. It's it's so interesting, you know. You think about you, you don't even know what to believe anymore when you when you see the news or the media or whatever else, and you see you know whatever they're talking about with COVID, how lethal is it, how infectious is it, how dangerous is it? But especially from your perspective and your business, no matter what, it's making people a little bit more uh, aware of what's going on in their surroundings. You know, maybe they think twice before touching this tabletop and then eating a French fry or something like that. You know. You know, I think it's a combination. I think people overall are just being more aware mm-hmm. of keeping their spaces healthy. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's about keeping it clean and keeping it disinfected. Yeah. And uh, I think it's raised awareness. Um, you go back to the basics. If we wash our hands, mm-hmm. 
that's a major contributing factor to disease spread. So wash your hands. Yeah. And so we encourage everyone to do that. Um, right now, we're dealing in an environment where we have to watch our distance. Yeah. So it's not just washing hands, but watch your distance. And yes, we do have to wear a mask. <laughs> you have to do that from time to time. So. Yeah. I bet, I bet starting a company after your wife was in such of a need of something like this gets you some major brownie points. You know, it does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say um, she was always supportive. wasn't the biggest fan at the beginning. She's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, she has been my rock. She's been mm-hmm. an absolute major supporter of what we're doing. Uh, the backbone of, of of kind of the motivating and how we uh, work with companies out there. And she happens to be pretty fantastic when it comes to marketing and communication. So Did you hear that? He said, "Fantastic, fantastic." What's her name? Do we need to give her a shout out on the show? By the way, <laughs> Dawn Hitting. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. There we go. Yeah. You got it. You got it going on. It's it's great when you have um, you know families that contribute to to business. I mean, my credit to Christian's wife that not only puts up with him, God only knows how she does that, but uh, puts up with me, you know, and all of our all of our endeavors and stuff. But She's having bookkeeping. Yeah, which God only knows. I mean, you know, we may or may not expense too too many things, but that's not that's not. What you say the other day? <laughs> fireworks are not a business expense. Uh, this is <laughs> this is what I said to Kayla. She goes, she goes, Reese. Fireworks are not a business expense. And I looked at her dead in the eye and I said, Well, not with that attitude. They're not. <laughs> you know, I would respond to that and say the cleanup party is. So there, that's there not a problem. There you go. The cleanup party. You got it going on. You know, you, you got to. You know, we 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 might take a little bit a little bit too much uh, cushion with that, but that's a tale told for another time. Um, so cleaning stuff, you know, um, let's talk to the fresh up and coming entrepreneurs. That's the part that I always, you know, I always like to at least address somebody that's thinking about taking that plunge and getting into business for themselves. Um, we'll talk a little bit about business, but, you know, uh, whenever somebody has a business, what types of things can they do to just make their business a little bit healthier or a little bit um, healthier is probably a wrong word, but a little bit more sanitized? How do they look out for their employees or themselves in their workplace? I think the first thing to really think about when it comes to that is, number one, what are you doing to keep your building clean? Mm -hmm. So I haven't started talking about sanitizing, just clean. Yeah, It's more than just taking out trash. It's more than just wiping a counter. But what are you doing on a routine basis to really keep your facility clean? Yeah, And I think companies need to think about when they look at their service providers and commercial cleaning companies, are they really using products to keep it clean? So that's number one. Number two, what types of products are you, are you using? Mm-hmm. We still fundamentally believe and have proven that using green cleaning products work. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have some harsh chemicals to clean your facility, yeah. even during the pandemic. And then the other piece is, what are you doing from a disinfecting standpoint? What are you doing when there's, you know, the times during flu season or during a pandemic? How are you keeping that facility safe yeah. from a pre- preventative standpoint? And also when you have an outbreak, like a COVID exposure, what are you doing there? Yeah. So I think planning and really giving some thought to that um, goes a long way. Uh, the expense of that is nowhere near as great as when an employee is not able to work. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that cost is astronomically high. We lose billions of dollars every year because people can't work. Yep. You lose that productivity. Yeah. So that planning and strategy is something that everyone needs to think about. Yeah, I think about opportunity cost a lot, you know, and I, I'll never forget, actually, back in November, uh, you know, I can't, I can't ever prove it, but I'm going to make Christian take a COVID antibody test because I'm convinced he had COVID back in, back in November. His words to me verbatim were, man, I have this flu that I just can't shake. That's what he said. And he was, you know, him and I, luckily, we, we've taken relatively good care of our bodies and, and uh, we're hardly ever sick. And he was sick for like two weeks. Wow. And in that two week period, I was like, I was like, you're not getting around me. Like you better like, like, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, you know? So I'm like, I'm like, dude, until you're done coughing, like, you know, we can talk on the phone or meet virtually or whatever. And, you know, we yeah. kind of had it going on from there, but. It's a very scary thing, you know, how much business we lose out on just when somebody's sick. 
Um, it's there's a just a lot to actually it too. right now it's crazy for uh for business owners like mm -hmm. even our business we have really hardworking employees but like every time they have a fever because they're so conscious of it they're like I'm gonna stay home today because I have a I'm running ninety nine point eight yeah. <laughs> And yeah. like used to, you know, people work through that stuff. Oh yeah, for sure, for Which sure. Might, not, might or might not be the good choice, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I think businesses have to get a little bit more flexible with their business models. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, you want people to come in and encourage them to do a great job, but when they're feeling ill or they're mm -hmm. having a temperature, you have to give them flexibility of working remote. Yep, mm -hmm. and, and we do. Many yeah. companies are faced with that right now. They hadn't planned for it, right? But it just happened, mm -hmm. and I think with the right strategy businesses can continue running effectively when they're having or we're dealing with a pandemic. Yeah. It, it's really scary. You know, it's really scary of how, how quickly things had to change. And, you know, you think about, um, you know, like the shot heard around the world or the straw that broke the camel's back in this COVID situation, because all these businesses, not only are they required now to adapt, but they had to do it quick. You know, um, all of a sudden we have to stay at home and what happens if you have to stay at home for six weeks? Like how does your business continue type of thing? So it's, it's just really interesting stuff, man, how, how people are, um, you know, adapting to this virus, adapting to the times, um, adapting with cleanliness environments and stuff. Um, not to, not to jump too far off the page here, but, um, has, has there been any, uh, excellent selling point for you about having a clean facility? This is just probably my own curiosity, but I always think about, you know, for example, I shop for my groceries at Harris Teeter, right? Harris Teeter is always very, very clean inside. And I've been shopping religiously. It looks clean. Yeah, well, yeah, it look, looks clean, right, sure. But, you know, I've been shopping religiously at Harris Teeter now for 10 years or something, even though I know full well that I can get, you know, the same product much cheaper at a different different grocery store or something. Is, is there any attributable evidence about, you know, clean facilities and higher revenues coming in or something like that? You know, people want to go places where they're comfortable. Yeah. Um, and if they know companies like Harris Teeter, and mm -hmm. I know they do a good job, especially every evening closing earlier now yeah. uh, with more hours spent on disinfecting and cleaning. Uh, many companies are doing that. Sure. But, you know, employers and, and, and people want to shop and go places where they feel that uh, the companies are actually doing everything they can mm -hmm. to keep that environment healthy and safe. Yeah. And people will go there. Yeah. They're not, you know, the opportunity costs of, Going someplace and catching a, a virus or a bug is far greater than, you know what, I'm going to go to this place here because I know that they have a great cleaning protocol. Uh, you know, facilities that Stratus um, disinfect, you know, we put the little certificate up there that says yeah. hey, this facility has been cleaned and disinfected by Stratus Building Solutions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, is it something that drives more business? I would say that when people see that, they feel mm -hmm. a little bit more comfortable seeing that and knowing that. That business is doing everything it right can now, to disinfect yeah. today. Oh yeah! Right now, if y'all marketed the fact that the Stratus tag means this has been disinfected, yeah, that's probably a huge to the, to idea. The consumer, yeah, that this is what this means. That would light it on fire. Yeah, that's a good note. But I didn't know that. So if I knew that Stratus meant this place has just got disinfected and this is safe for my low immune system wife to go into, I'm gonna be like, hey, babe, why don't you go to Harris Teeter instead of Publix? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that's a good point. You know, we get so busy in just making that environment healthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, you know, we, we, we're not trying to do this necessarily to promote the business and, mm -hmm. and drive it that way. It's about doing the right things to care for people. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I got into this business, it was being able to have an impact and make a difference. And 
we're fortunate during this time to be able to help people feel safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Help companies stay in business, especially the essential ones. Mm -hmm. And um, but you know, consumers are starting to notice that yeah. tag. For the sure. more selfish motivations are for marketers like us. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so we, you we keep dreaming. Business, we'll, you know? hold the, we'll hold the selfish. Yeah, side we'll, of it, okay? we'll we'll think about the dollars. All yeah, right. we'll think about I'll the dollars. Let, yeah, there you I'll go. I'll keep dreaming and let you drive that. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Perfect. I'll tell you what, you and Christian get together and dream away and then approach Reese. Because that's the way that our company works. Yeah. He'll, Sounds good. He'll, he'll, he'll come, a dreamer yeah. and he does it. Yeah, I'm I'm the lassoer. Whenever his head's up in the clouds, I'm like, hey, get down here. You know, like yeah. you know, I, I would probably have to bring the brains in. Uh, yeah, I bring Dawn in and let her work with Christian. Oh, perfect. I'll have this thing all over the place. Oh so yeah, we'll do that. Oh yeah, that's that's. Don't be like, how dare you touch the marketing? <laughs> yeah, like oh, you better get off that, Thomas, for sure. So, what uh, made you choose a franchise? You know, um, it's interesting. I didn't necessarily start looking at kind of a franchise organization mm -hmm. um, when I started looking for the next opportunity. I I really was trying to figure out. What could I do and leverage my skill set, but also help companies and help people? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of got the best of both worlds with mm -hmm. Stratus. It's a very unique model that on the one side, I help companies look their best and build a brand. Sure. So when their customers come in, they say, wow, this is a great place. But when their employees come in, they feel safe and yeah. feel comfortable and they like working there. On the other side, I get the chance to work with future business owners. So mm -hmm. people want to start their own business, whether they want to be independent or just make extra money, mm -hmm. I help set them up in business so that they actually service these customers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The advantage of doing that is you're helping the customers, but you're also helping a service provider provide for his family or go totally independent on their own. Yeah. Um, it's like the best of both worlds. It's a win-win. It, it's it a very really rare win-win in, in the world, you know? It's very unique. I get a chance, again, to help people on both sides. And, you know, I hate to say I sit in the middle, but it's kind of a fun spot to be in. Sure. You know, when someone... When everyone's winning, it's super fun. When yeah. everyone's winning. You know, mm -hmm. when someone knocks on your door and, and says, hey, you know, Thomas, we started this business and, you know what, I'm able to go full-time at this. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It is. Or when you get a customer that calls you and said, thank you for your help in keeping our facilities and employees safe. Yeah. Wow, that's a good feeling. And so we've had a couple of those that have come through in the last four to five months, and it's just kind of nice that you're actually able to do something to help people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I get to have fun. Yeah. Uh, I meet different people from all walks of life, from all countries. And um, I get a chance to work with customers and businesses, all kinds of businesses, mm -hmm. from healthcare to paper manufacturers to you name it. We yeah. work with everyone. That's tremendous. I, you, one of the things that you said, um, I don't know, a minute ago was about business environment. And I love talking about business environments. One of those things that is just fascinates me. We had a great guest on our show. Um, God, I don't know. It was probably episode 15 or something. His name's Yazan, uh, Yazan Al-Hakim. And he owns the, um, oh, what is it? It's the sign place off Independence. Um, I don't know. Follow the podcast. But anyway, so, <laughs> we, we, uh, so you know, his, his whole thing was talking about how um, Fast Signs is what he owns. Um, he talks about how he creates this business environment and he'll actually help business owners, especially new ones, when they're setting up a retail space or setting up like a, a new space and help them with their environment. And so, you know, he talks about branding things and, you know, maybe having a business marketing solutions group decal on the wall or maybe this, you know, ESPN 7.30 a.m. decal right here. Like what's the point in spending money on this? But it's creating the environment, you know, and especially now since everybody seems just a little bit more fascinated by their health or concerned about their health. I mean, you know, something like having that having that certificate or the fact that you're be, you're able to provide confidence for employees, customers, everything like that. Definitely going to soften the barriers between. People. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, you need to call the corporate stratus. And yeah, but listen, why, why listen. Are we not putting I want I want some giant plaques. Tag. I want giant plaques. You should get big trophies. Yeah. You know, giant. This is a stratus certified 
gigantic. Yeah, why are we doing a little bad? Yeah. Well, we the cool thing is we're, huge, we're doing that. Yeah. I think, on the yeah. Corporate, you need a, need a uh, trophy. The, the enterprise wide, we're actually doing that. <laughs> I'm smiling right now. Um, but you're, you're spot on. We're actually doing that. But, you know, part of what we do at Stratus, um, especially in the Charlotte region, we help companies with their strategies. That's not mm-hmm. something we charge them for. Yeah. You know, what are you doing with, I hate to use the word pandemic plan, but what are you doing sure. with your cleaning and disinfecting strategy? How does yeah. that help? And then on the other side, because of my background, I probably get involved with their business sometimes providing yeah. advice on yeah, consulting you know, and stuff. Uh, it's just free consulting, mm-hmm. but it's all about helping someone else. Yeah. And um, but there have been several companies we talked to about, you know, how to manage your business differently, um, not just with cleaning and disinfecting. For sure. And so we're share that way, and mm-hmm. uh, you, it's amazing what business owners share with each other and how we learn from each other. It is. We we um when all this started, when the COVID stuff started, you know, Christian and I sat down, and um, obviously we had to stay at home. Um, we're very fortunate in the sense that wherever we're at, if we have computer, if we have a computer and and internet we can pretty much work and get done the same amount of stuff. Obviously, a faster internet is better and a better computer is better. But outside of that, I mean, I can work from my laptop virtually anywhere. So can our campaign managers. You know, so we we let them take their devices Except home. Except for on a snowboarding trip, we've tried. Except on a snowboarding <laughs> trip, that's uh. We tried for ten seconds and gave up. Just uh, gave up going snowboard. We didn't we didn't give it that good of an effort to be honest. But <laughs> we opened you know, it. It didn't work. I'm just proud of the fact that I brought my laptop. So you know that's neither here nor. Anyways, um, but you know we we sat down with our employees and we said you know hey um you know we fancy ourselves somewhat decent managers at least sometimes and we we sat down with them and we said hey you know what. What do you guys want to see here? You know, how can we make sure that our environment, especially as we're getting back in the office, mm-hmm. you know, we're in close proximities to each other. Um, you know, here's some of my ideas. One of the things is, you know, we have hand sanitizer on every single desk. I know it's simple, but it's one of those mm-hmm. things that, like, we want you to be comfortable here at the office type of thing. You know, and we probably go a little bit too far with, with comfortability. Like, I have, like, a blanket in my office when I get cold and stuff and, like, you know, <laughs> whatever else. But... Um, it's very important, you know. It's very important to have an environment where your customers and your employees are safe, especially if you're not customer facing. You know, um, have you have you done anything? Um, has there been anything maybe outside of the box as far as uh, when you've consulted some of these companies that you've done to help them provide an environment that maybe is something that you wouldn't have thought about before Stratus? You know, we have. We've done a few things from things as simple as removing doorknobs uh, where they have oh, wow. foot pedals where yeah. people can open and close doors with their feet. Yeah. Uh, that sounds very simple, but yeah. it's a way to keep them from touching things that they wouldn't normally touch. Right. Um, That's the, interesting. The emphasis on hotspots, when we call hotspots keyboards, things mm-hmm. you touch, your purses, mm-hmm. your, your phones, and things of that nature, um, just being very creative about how to keep that clean yeah. and, and just being mindful of it. But I think the most important thing is getting people to really understand that washing your hands is very important. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Don't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, getting people to think about distancing, um, at least through this period of time, sure. when we try to figure out how to manage this pandemic. Yeah. Um, and the other part is just getting people comfortable and really thinking about sanitation. Some of the things we think about um, that most people don't is change your ink pens. When you come into a facility and someone's I've never thought about in, that. I've never thought about that. People use yeah. the same ink pen. Well, yeah. You know, you might want to toss that or disinfect it. Yeah, especially if so 100 people have touched the pen or Basic whatever. stuff like that. Um, hand sanitizer is always good and paramount mm-hmm. um, because people don't want to wear gloves all the time. Right. But just the basics. I mean, again, it's wash your hands, watch your distance, wear a mask. Um, and people are reluctant to wear a mask at times, but it's a necessary thing right now. Sure. Um, but those are the little things that come up to mind. Um, that are top of mind right now in terms of keeping clean. Yeah, that's very interesting. You know, it's it's something that I'm so glad I asked that because I, I take 
I take a lot of these things for granted. I'm not, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that either. But um, Mike Orzik was a great, a great friend of mine, a great guest on the show. He's like episode five or something. Follow the podcast. Anyway, we, uh, you know, I will follow, yeah, the, follow podcast the podcast from now on. Yeah. So he, uh, he was talking about promotional products as well. And Promotion Magic is his, his company. He does everything branded, much like uh, Yazan does as well. But um, he was talking about pins. And, you know, he was talking, to, he was advocating for virtually every business to have, um, you know, not junky pins either, but having something that people actually want to steal. <laughs> so he was talking about how, you know, if your pin's nice enough, people will walk home with it. And right. then you've essentially branded yourself for free. But he says the average pin will change hands seven times. I just kind of gross now that we know. Like, yeah, super gross. Um, so you imagine the average pin changes hands seven times. Mm-hmm. The average human probably touches their face more than seven times a minute. At um, least, yeah. So you know, seven times seven, I mean, you got a lot of germs that can potentially oh, transfer. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's awareness. It's yeah. simple things that we have taken for granted. Um, I think it's going to make us an overall healthier, better society. Yeah, sure. But we have to get to a point where we're comfortable again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because right now it's a, it's a new kind of awkward sometimes way of, of living right yeah. now. Yeah. We're in a mass that doesn't protect anything. It's not doing much all day long. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ex- exactly. <laughs> and, you know, there are proper ways to wear a mask. Right. And there are improper ways to wear it. Yeah. So I think it's a We've all seen the chin straps, you know. Like, you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty attached to my beard, but, you know, I don't think that my beard needs a mask. You so know? Is, is Stratus researching any, like, autonomous sanitation? Um like you know, we um we our teams look at all types of technologies, mm-hmm. and so there's autonomous sanitation equipment out there right now. We're not necessarily bringing them in house, but we're mm-hmm. looking at technology number one to really provide advice to people we work with, especially mm-hmm. large organizations that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of square feet of yeah. of production space. Yeah, and so in a, in a situation like that, having something that's going around automatically sanitizing the air mm-hmm. um, or a UV light on it that's cleaning certain stations is going to be very powerful. Yeah, um, and so we look for those things to try to offer advice to stay on the cutting edge. Sure, um, Stratus is also part of the U.S. Green Build Council, so we're mm. always on the cutting edge of environmentally healthy products that will benefit mm-hmm. um, all of us. And so we, we look for those things. Um, you know, I've got a, a good colleague of mine that works for a company called Big, I have to say this word, Big Ass Fans. Big Ass Fans, yeah. And, um, you know, they've got a new product out, so shout out to them, where they've got this large fan with a UVC light on it. Mm-hmm. And so those kinds of technologies are going to find their way into businesses, and they're going to ultimately find their ways into homes to just keep the environment healthy as, as healthy as possible. Yeah. When uh, when Christian and I met, we were we were actually uh, well, we met working in, in the nightlife, but then after that, we also worked together as personal trainers. So when I say we were conjoined at the hip, I mean right. we've we've literally been working in different different careers together for a decade now. But um, when we were personal trainers, I was in grad school and I did this um, I did this research project on ba- basically the whole premise of it was the reason that your corporation should buy you personal training, right? And the research shows and repeats over and over and over again that if you, I mean, even at the huge expense of something like personal training, if you if you allot your employee 300 bucks a month for personal training, which is, you know, what, five sessions or something usually, um, then typically speaking, the employee will be healthier, they'll be more health conscious, and in the long term, the corporation will save money on its health insurance. So you can only imagine how hiring on a company like Stratus, where, you know, you're disinfecting things, mm-hmm. if I'm, you know, if Christian's out sick for a day, we lose a bunch, and we lose a bunch because then I have to do this 
job, you know. Right. <laughs> and I'm not as good at doing Christian's job as Christian is. Did we talk know? about opportunity cost? Once? Yeah, yeah, opportunity <laughs> cost. No, exactly. You know. So if oh, you know, Reese, if you're saying I'm worth a lot. Um, eh, you know, <laughs> you said that for right? our company on, on on record for our company, definitely. Oh, but for for our for our relationship, eh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know, frame that one segment on my Facebook. One page. segment. It's just gonna be like the, the trial. Segment. He does things intentionally to irritate the hell out of me. By the way, like, <laughs> we we prank each other at the office. This is way outside of the outside of the norm here but um he'll buy like buttons and like prank me with stuff and so i'll i'll sit back down in my chair or whatever and it'll just be like a have you seen the staples button like that was easy Uh so i'll sit down and it's actually one that you can record or whatever and it'll just say something stupid just to fire me up for the day and i'm i'm pretty easy to fire up if you couldn't if you couldn't tell at this point but anyway um let's shift gears let's talk about up and coming entrepreneurs so you know i love to talk about people that want to take the plunge that don't want to work Instead of working for a company for 40 hours a week, they want to work for themselves for 80 hours a week and make half the money and be twice as stressed. Well, so you don't get to work 20 hours as a business owner? I mean, you know, depends on your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, depends on your business. No. Depends on your business. So uh, let's let's talk about somebody, not necessarily somebody that wants to start, you know, competing with you and being in the cleaning sanitization services or anything, but what what's the the process like, in your opinion, to, to take that plunge? You know, what what was it like for you Obviously, you were called. Your wife had meningitis, and then it it somewhat fell into into place, type of thing. But um, what's the process like for you? What would you suggest for somebody that's entering that? First, I, I recommend someone having an open mind. Okay. Um, so once you start the process of trying to identify what business you want, um, you may have in your mind what you think you want. <laughs> Be open minded to understanding business models. You know, when I started this. You know, Stratus Building Solutions came up, and I saw it the first time and thought, eh, okay, it's cleaning and sanitization. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't think about it. And But it wasn't until I got into the business model and really understand that it provided a unique way of doing business for us that um, I hadn't you know, necessarily experienced before, being able to help both sides of the equation of companies and people trying to yeah. start their own company. You're like the business. middleman. Kind of. Yeah, you know, I hate to use middleman, but yeah, oh, you're yeah. kind of like the, the person like the- that's... <laughs> in the middle there, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't come up with another word, so sorry, man. But, but yeah. you know, I, I think um, being open-minded is important. Second is really try to find things that allow you to leverage your current capabilities but stretch you. Mm-hmm. If you're only going to find a company that, you know, sort supports the skills that you currently have versus help you develop new ones, you'll be bored to tears. Sure. At least I was going to be. And um, then start planning. And, um, you know, I've had friends that have started their own businesses um, have more than one idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can start more than one business at a time, it's yeah. hard to do, sure. but have more than one idea to start with because, you know, the, the odds of success of one business um, is very, very challenging. It's yeah. very high, It's very low mm-hmm. in terms of being successful with one business. But if you have multiple ideas and multiple businesses you want to start, I think that's a plus. Typically, typically one thing kind of takes over. And I, we talk Absolutely. about business pivoting a lot. Yes. And it's very interesting because... When I first uh, joined Business Marketing Solutions Group, well, actually, the full story, um, when Christian Christian started this by himself, and at the time he was doing sales training for companies, you know, got into marketing from it because, you know, once a company has sales, how do you keep them on as customers as well? You're starting to provide them leads that they can sell. And so um, at the time, just based on our background, personal training, we were working a lot with gyms. And, the, and so since we've pivoted into multiple different facets of industries and specialized in certain industries yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But, some of our largest customers yeah. are like lawyers. Yeah. And it just, it just kind of evolved into that. But that's kind of like, 
you know, if I'm speaking to up and coming entrepreneurs, that's that open minded perspective, yeah. you know. And I think the ability to pivot mm -hmm. is important. Having a strategy is great, but if you have a strategy that's only one path to success, um, you better work, <laughs> or you're doomed to fail. Yeah. Um, being able to pivot, and no one would expect being able to pivot very quickly mm -hmm. during a pandemic, but your strategies have to be nimble. Yeah. The other thing I'd say, you're going to work hard. Yeah. Um, work ethic. It, you've got to have a work ethic that this is my company, this is my business, and I'm going to drive it hard. Um, and I'm going to do more than 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's one of the most rewarding things you can do. Sure. Um, when I started this business, there are days the phone didn't ring for a week. Yeah. And you're sitting here like, what have I done? Yeah. But at the same time, my mind was still racing on what can I do? How can mm -hmm. I grow this business? Um, the other thing I would say is identify those cash flow triggers. Mm -hmm. Um, cash is important in any business, and if you can get sustainable cash flow, you can survive. You yeah. will eventually get mm -hmm. to a point where your business is thriving. Um, many companies fail because they don't have a cash flow. Yeah. Um, and if you can figure out what's that trigger for cash flow, I didn't say it was all growth. Yeah. But if you can find that cash flow trigger, mm -hmm. that allows you to reinvest in the business, allows yeah. you to put growth resources in place, and yeah. so or more marketing or <laughs> marketing resources to get your name out there. Follow the podcast. <laughs> I, I, Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, you got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> but, but I think that's you know, the open-mindedness and the strategies yeah. and, and, and have fun 100%. with it. Yeah. Have fun. And then go find someone that's doing it better. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to ask someone for advice. And if yeah. you're not willing to learn and listen, you will fail. Yeah. Um, I seek advice from people from different industries. In my industry, I talk with competitors. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why are you talking to me? Well, you know what? If we make this entire business better in the industry, it helps all of us. Yeah. Um, sure. So don't be afraid to chat with competitors, not in a the wrong way, but yeah. just learning. You know, yeah. how do we help? Because if I have someone that I'm competing with that's doing a bad job cleaning and disinfecting, it makes it difficult for someone to say, "Well, why should I trust Stratus?" Yeah, because your industry is known for not doing a good job. Yeah, it's it's particularly challenging when you have um, one one career ago I was in the supplement industry, and the supplement industry is victim to this probably more than any other industry in my opinion, where Every product, even if it has the same ingredients, bashes every single other product. And so you instill this this customer, whatever, disconfidence or unconfidence or whatever the word happens to be, like this, you know, this fear of like what's right and what's wrong type of thing. Um, I think you see this a lot with the COVID stuff, you know, where, where you have all this conflicting information. Do masks work? Do masks not work? Does hand sanitizer work? Does it not work? And all the while, people just need to know the basics. Wash your hands. Stay away from each other. You know, kind of have those types of things. Um, with you know, with Stratus and and when you're um, comparing uh, or talking to your competitors, whatever, however you want to want to phrase that, um, do you ever find that you know maybe eighty percent of your businesses overlap and there's twenty percent that don't, and then all of a sudden you can start referring each other business, even though technically you're kind of in a in a competitive environment. You know, we do see that sometimes. Sure. Um, I mean, I compete with um, a lot of different companies in this area, um, and you know, when I go into customers, ask me, well, what are you going to do differently from here? Yeah. I'll tell them, this is what Stratus does. Yeah. This is our process. This is how we do it, and these are the things we look for. Uh, I think one of the worst things you can do is go and say why someone's worse. Just right. show what value you bring to that company yeah. and really talk about the Stratus way. Yeah. And so when we walk in, it's here's the Stratus yeah, difference. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, and this is why we bring something to the table that others do not. Sure. Um, and that's the biggest thing that you work on. When you go into a place that's you know, poorly managed, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily point out the person. You say, well, these are the things that we do mm -hmm. to improve your facility. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. It's a lot cleaner. It's a lot more fun. Oh, I bet. Um, we I just bet. don't. Keeping things positive. Our philosophy know? is about uh, driving growth and improving these companies and yeah. the, the workplace for their employees as well. And we just don't have time for that 
competitive banter that's just yeah. it's just not it's just not the right way the, to do business. My, it doesn't my, sell anything. My, no, my favorite example anything. of this is uh, iPhone and Samsung. So um, back in this is in two thousand. I'll tell you when it was two thousand thirteen. Samsung launched a gigantic campaign. It was with their Galaxy like I don't know three or whatever it was at the time, and they had this giant campaign. And the whole campaign, the the ads they did ads, they did TV, they did Google, they did Facebook, they did everything you could possibly do at the time. And the whole thing was this is our new phone, and this is why it's better than the iPhone type of thing. And when you look at the statistics from it, their their sales they met a certain number, you know whatever right. that happened to be, and they they achieved their goal. And then iPhone sold three and four times as much, even though they were spending less money on their marketing, because all the while, iPhone's whole strategy was, there's a, there's a great book on this. David, what's the name of that book? I always talk about it, and I can't the remember. Apple, Apple The Apple Experience. Thanks, David. Um, the Apple Experience, a great book. It talks about Apple's marketing method. Apple's marketing method, instead of going outside in and saying, this is our phone, it is great because, and then it'll make you feel this way, Apple goes inside out. So it'll go, you know, do you want to feel like, like you're in control of your life or, or have fun or be super hip and cool and from California and, you know, this is Apple, you know. And lo and behold, what's the most valuable company in the world? Apple. So it's kind of, a, kind of an interesting, you know, roundabout way to think about marketing. You know, deliver what you promise. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is your promise and then deliver it. Yep. Um, and at the end of the day, it's about what do our customers need? Yeah. What do their customers need? And, um, you know, going back old school, just – be a person of your word. Do yeah. what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And so I think if you identify a promise that really has value for people and then deliver on it, you execute, you'll be fine. Yeah. And so if you can do that and not worry about, as you said in the case of Samsung and Apple, yeah. um, then you're going to have more value. And people are going to see that. They're going to recognize it. They're going to look it. for you. Yeah. They're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. And they're going to absolutely know that you care. Yeah. Um, you know, There are times we do stuff that we don't get paid for, that yeah. some companies would. Yeah. Um, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, getting back to the basics of doing the right things is kind of what we're about at Stratus. Yeah. Um, one of his favorite examples, the the lady that does our uh, commercial insurance, awesome person. But oh, yeah. um, sure his nice. his favorite example of, of any marketing with that exact story is that um, basically he came in and did an audit for her. Turned out that we, we really couldn't do anything that, um, that you know, she wanted or whatever it was. She, I mean, could, she couldn't afford. Tell story. <laughs> she, couldn't, she couldn't afford what we were doing at the time, but somebody was ripping her off really bad. Okay. So like basically they had this, uh, they were just looking at her Google My Business, which is like a, an area that, I don't know if you know anything about Google My Business, but it's literally a page about Google that shows what your business is. Right. They were looking at this page, looking at the analytics of that page by clicking one button, walking her through what her organic stuff was, and then getting off the call and collecting a four hundred dollar a month check. Yeah. Oh wow! It was nothing. I mean, they were literally just provided, just like it's almost like reading. It was reading, so bad. You know she she dropped it the next month, and nothing's changed. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, and so she's been a great referral agent to us. Yeah. You know, because we just we just you know try to provide value for her and mm-hmm. give her a good experience type of thing. You know, that's what we've seen a lot of that in the mm-hmm. last few months. Oh, I and bet we've seen it in business with the pandemic. People taking advantage of others with you know price gouging and things of that nature. Um, I've had a couple companies that have worked with others mm-hmm. and have paid. Uh, very high prices for the sanitation services that they received. And, and I've had some companies call and say, well, what about this? I said, you know what? Why don't we come out and tell you what Stratus will do? Yeah, uh, We'll show you the Stratus way and how we will provide the service and the quality that you need. And then here's what that may cost you mm-hmm. and let them run with that. Um, but it's been some some interesting and some very tough stories that I've had to deal with on the yeah, phone and some very hurt individuals that felt very much taken advantage of. Oh yeah. When those come in, um, you simply have to respond that, let us talk about what Stratus can provide for you. Yeah. 
And when we talk about that strategy difference and we provide them with uh, a proposal for a specific scope of work that's unique to that business, uh, they usually walk away satisfied. Yeah. Um, have you alleviated the hurt feelings? Not necessarily, but you've given them hope that if I ever have an issue where I need help, yeah. I have a source to go to. Yeah, you got a person. If you can do that just as you did before, and you know that's business that I didn't get mm-hmm. because the, the guy's already had it serviced. Sure. But he'll remember that, and he'll share that with others. Yeah. Um, and you know, the word of mouth is still the most powerful marketing tool mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. When people start to share and tell their experiences that they have with other companies and other sure. brands. One of, one of my favorite quotes, uh, maybe it's just because we're in the marketing space, but the quote is, the best marketing you can ever do is a good job. Just do a good job for people, you know? Um, but it, it's, uh, you learn a lot of interesting lessons in life through, through just trying to do a good job and doing the right thing for people, you know? Uh, well, Thomas, that's pretty much our time for today. Um, if somebody needs to get their business cleaned or sanitized or even needs some consulting service, how do they get a hold of you? couple ways they can reach out to us on the website at stratusbuildingsolutions.com or they can contact the office 704-594-5941 and um, we'll be there to help that sounds amazing i always like to sign off with a with a funny question i can't i can't really think of something funny about cleaning i don't know nastiest thing you've had to clean clean. that's from david in the background david is the one that came up with this what's the nastiest thing you've had to clean don't say the name of the business please (laughs) oh god he's shaking his head do I need to leave the room? I you might pu- want to leave the room. Uh-oh. All you right. Know what? Um, I, I have to be careful with that one. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give you two. Okay. Um, oh, you get um, to choose. There's always the restroom, a men's restroom involved. Yeah. <laughs> so I can leave always it Always men's restroom. Always a men's restroom. Yeah. And probably the other part is the um, the back house of some kitchens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. The back of the house oh. of some kitchens. Makes me um, want to go to restaurants a little bit more. You know oh. what? The, the, all, restaurants do a pretty good job, but um, the detail clean has yeah. to happen. Um, sure. I've had one or, or two that were they're just not detailed. Yeah, they're, they're just challenging, and um, but those are the ones that require the most work. Yeah, and uh, reasonably so because they're serving more people than anyone else out there. For sure. Um, but all of those, you know, we worked through those with Stratus, and they've oh. come out much better on the better side oh. of it. That is so not for <laughs> me. I watched the show uh, Kitchen Nightmares, and like you see, you see all the just gross stuff and how they've you know they have chicken that's like four months expired and smells like rotten eggs and stuff in there and i'm just i can only imagine what you've seen like okay let's sign off talk to you soon (laughs) (laughs) thomas thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me